Blog Talk Radio. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, 
stimulating and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit Zelda Speaks. Dot com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Monday, February 19th, and all the hoopla is over about Valentine's Day. So now we can continue the series, the love series, loving yourself from the inside out. And today, I want to welcome you to Monday Morning Mindfulness. We're just here to start your week off with the Mindfulness Stress Relief Session, which comes up at 7.15. Happy Earth Day, Birthday Born Day. If you're celebrating a birthday, we're celebrating a birthday with you. And if you have, uh, if you know of someone sick and shut in, excuse me, the incarcerated, anybody in need of prayer, let us hold them up to the light and give thanks for them and pray that they get through whatever it is that they're going through. Today is the um, very last day of the auto show uh, at McCormick Places, which is where I met our guest, author Will Smith. And he is the author of the book, What Does Your Future Look Like in Technology? Are you afraid of it? Can you, are you addicted to it? Can't put your phone down? Will it replace you? That's even a better question. So tune in to hear his um, information that will surprise you. <coughs> Excuse me. If you're listening online and you would like to uh, type in your comments or thoughts or suggestions, you can do that on any of our YouTube channel, of uh, any of our social media channels, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. See that logo, Higher Learning. TV show, you know you're at the right place. And on our our switchboard, if you're on uh, Blog Talk, it's five one five six zero five nine three two five. Press one to speak. And if you're on the on air everywhere switchboard, that number seven two seven seven three one five one nine two. Don't worry if I talk a little bit too fast. I'll repeat it again. Remember to set those DVRs for Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 and 24-7 on the World Wide Web. And I always invite you to go to our blog. Uh, My blog is zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. But this blog here is the one for the Higher Learning TV show. And as you can see, uh, that would be uh, this young man. Uh, What does your future look like in technology? And that's author uh, Will Smith, and he'll be joining us uh, shortly. But in the meantime, in between time, set those DVRs if you watch it on TV for Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1, and 24-7 on the World Wide Web. If you're headed out and about today, you know it's always crazy outside on Monday. It's Monday morning madness, especially on the uh, expressways. 
so if you're headed out and about, do take your time because it is always chaos and confusion and you can expect the unexpected. So allow yourself uh, some extra time and you will be glad you did. Today's weather is brought to you, to, uh, traffic and weather brought to you by Karen Kelly of Chicago.itex.com. And the weather is looking very good today. You see me, I'm sweating already. I got the heat on, right? Up to 49 degrees today. 57 on Wednesday. 59 on Wednesday. Warmer than normal, a little cooler by the lakefront as usual. Uh, if you are a entrepreneur or business owner and you have products or service to offer, you are doing yourself a disservice by not being a member of this organization. It's called Chicago.itex.com, and it's an organization where you can join for free if you mention my name, Zelda, Z-E-L-D-A, uh, always giving thanks to the ancestors, Richard Picky and uh, Herb Keith Cousin, all those who came before us made our way possible. You can use uh, sale or, or barter or trade, anything that you have, any products or services. We've taken vacations to anywhere you can think. We bought a car, we bought equipment, anything anything you can think of in any store. So if, you, if you're not with ITEX and you're a business owner or entrepreneur, you're paying too much. This is a great barter agency that allows you to use what you have instead of cash, and it's legally recognized by the IRS, so there's no nothing, anything out of there. You can travel to the Caribbean like we did, uh, the uh, Alaska, Hawaii, Mexico, the 52 states. Uh, they have time, shares, hotels, the whole nine yards, but you've got to use promo code Zelda. As we took it, uh, take a look at Metra and CTA, there are no delays, but you'll hear about the other stuff that happened on CTA from somebody else, not me. I don't talk about that. Anyway, on the Kennedy inbound, it is 27 in and 21 on the reverse, uh, slow at Cumberland as usual. On the Edens inbound, 28, 21 on the reverse. On the Eisenhower, that's another story. That's 32 minutes in and 24 out. On the Stevenson, that earlier accident is cleared up. It's 21 in, 16 out. And on the Dan Ryan, it's a hot mess as usual, 18 in, 13 out. And it's slow from I-57 to Bishop Ford where at 183rd, there was a truck crash just south of 183rd. So that fi that truck fire is causing some serious uh, major backups. So on the Bishop Ford is 24 in and 13 out. Lakeshore Du Sable Lakeshore Drive. It is 12 minutes in and 10 minutes on the reverse. And that is your traffic and weather sponsored by Karen Kelly of iTech.com. Be sure and go there, and be sure and tell her that Zelda sent you so that you can get that $100 and go shopping right away and get whatever it is that you need. It is now time for your Monday morning mindfulness breathing. And comments, Vieta Robinson, my sister from another mister, says, Grand Rising Queen, let's breathe together. Yes, are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble through our nose and our mouth and our heart lungs and our life and our limbs. So let's do it. Are you ready? Alrighty. So this is the time of day that we spend with self because we're so busy taking care of everybody else we forget to take care of self. Well not on the female solution. We promote self cell care 
as always. And if you are not taking care of yourself, guess what? The medical system will. And you will be cautious of the outcome. That's all I have to say about that. Medicine has its place, but your food is your medicine. Remember that. So, uh, from time to time, you will hear this sound. And when you do, be not alarmed. Just know that it's a reminder to get out of here and get into here, get into the heart space, into the all of this. You want this to expand when you breathe in, okay? Because most of us breathe a little too shallow. You let you know. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, that's not the way to do it. We gotta hold it and exhale. So we're gonna breathe in through our nose. Excuse me, and breathe out through the mouth. I want you, and when you breathe out, breathe out longer. So like, breathe in to five and breathe out to eight count. Because I want you to expel all the energy from the breath in the lungs, okay? So what I want you to do is close your eyes. You should not be looking at me but the inside of your eyelids, okay? Close them. Close them. I see you looking at me. Close them. <laughs> Just start breathing, okay? Any other deeply? Raise those arms in the air like you love them and you do care. This is all about love and twist that body. Yeah, move that body. As we do the higher learning hip roll this morning because we've sat, we've laid down in the bed for six, eight hours, four, however many hours you laid down. And you were stagnant. There was nothing flowing. So we got to get things flowing this morning. That's why we move. From side to side. And if you have a high back chair like I do, this is what I do. I turn around and I give the little organs on the inside a little twist. Yeah. They like that because they like to be moved too. So we move there and inhale deeply. Doesn't matter if we're breathing together as long as you're breathing, okay? And then I turn to the other side and twist over there too. Yeah, give it a little ring. Mm-hmm. The kidneys, liver, the lungs, spleen, spine, they all appreciate it. And then we rotate those shoulders forwards and backwards. Still breathing. Doesn't matter if we breathe together as long as you're breathing. Hello. Okay, let's continue as we move it in, as we breathe in. Hold it. And exhale, blow it out. See, a long exhale. Inhale deeply. Hope you're sitting up straight, feet flat on the floor. Hold that breath for four seconds and then blow it out for eight. Doesn't matter if we're breathing together. As long as you breathe. Inhale deeply. Hold it. And exhale. Inhale deeply. As we breathe in faith and hold it, we blow out fear. Ooh, that feels good. Did you feel that? Do that again. Breathe in faith. Hold it. Four seconds. Five seconds. And then blow it out. And take a long time to blow it out. Blow it out the fear. Breathe in faith. Exhale fear. I noticed my shoulders were tense. Yeah, I told you I hold I hold my tense tension in my shoulders. Inhale deeply. 
and exhale. Let that let those shoulders relax. Rotate those shoulders left and right, right and left as we inhale deeply. Hold it. And exhale. Now this time as we breathe, let's bring the power of the breath up to the top of the head. As the young runs out, we'll say, honey, practice that head, rubbing that head. That's where the sacred chakra is for the head. Rub it, love it. That's where all of your energy relays energy to the rest of the body as we breathe out. Bringing that energy down. Bring, inhale deeply. And bringing that energy down through the chest. Inhale deeply. And as you exhale, blow it out, bringing that energy down to the chest and to the sides and to the back and to the buttocks. As we continue moving, always moving, as we inhale. And as we exhale, bring the power of the breath down through the hips and thighs and the knees. Oh, yes, I am so happy that these glorious knees are working because I'm walking on them. Whatever you got that's ailing you. Use it because when pain signs up in your body, it's a reminder that you need to pay attention to that to that area of discomfort in your body so that you can continue to be comfortable in your body. So if there's some pain in the knees, honey, go get you some therapy because you know you're paying for it out the ear, so you may as well get it. Inhale deeply. Hold it. And as you blow it out. Sending love, light, and energy down through the legs and the ankles and the arches and the insteps and the toes. Yes, wiggle those toes as we inhale. <laughs> Bringing the energy up from the toes back up through the feet and the legs and the knees and the thighs and the hips and the buttocks and the back as we breathe in. We give thanks for the power of the breath as we breathe out. As we breathe in. Sending more love, light, and energy from the breath back up through the solar plexus and out into the arms as we give thanks for the power of movement. Mobility is a blessing because not everyone is able to get up and get around by themselves. I am so grateful for therapy and grateful for the use of my arms. Say it out loud. Let your body know that you love it. I am so grateful for the use of my hands, my arms, my elbows, my fingers, my shoulders, where I keep a lot of the tension. So we're going to move those shoulders backwards and forwards as we breathe in. Whoa, lots of energy there as we breathe in and as we breathe out. Bring that energy back up from the lower half of the body to the top half. And we breathe and we give thanks. And we blow it out. We breathe in. Having brought that energy back up from the lower parts of the body, bringing it back up to, I'm bringing mine to my shoulders. Wherever you hold your attention, I hold mine right here. So I give it a little love. I pat on it. Move that energy because there's blocked energy. You want to move it. You want to move it. Pat it. Need it. This is your. Just pat it. Just like that. Pat it. Beat it. Love it. 
give it some care. It's called self-love. Yeah. Loving on myself right now. Mm-hmm. Say that out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm loving on myself right now. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <sighs> Inhale and hold it. And exhale. Once more. Inhale. Inhale, bringing all the energy from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head. Let's take one long, deep inhale, deeply. And blow it out. Once more, bring all of that energy up from the bottom to the top. Inhale. And this time, as you exhale, bring your head down, face forward. Blow it out. And rotate that head to the left. That's why I hope you're sitting up straight so you don't get a crook in your neck. And bring it around to the right. Slowly, slowly. Slow down. You're moving too fast. And bring it back to the front. Head up. Inhale deeply. And as you exhale, bring the head forward. Slowly rotate that head to the right. And around to the back slowly. So I want you to feel that stretch, feel the increments as you move slowly, slowly around to the front and head up. Inhale deeply. Can you close that blind for me, please? Thank you so very much. And exhale once more. Inhale deeply. Hold it. And this time inhale. Look to the left as far as you possibly can and feel the stretch in the right side of your neck. Oh, feels good, doesn't it? And exhale. Inhale once more. And turn your head to the right. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And feel the stretch in the left side of the neck. And exhale. Inhale once more. giving thanks for the power of the breath. Keep those eyes closed and continue breathing, giving thanks for the power of the breath because it is the breath that will keep you in times of chaos and confusion. You see, when you breathe in, you are training your body to reset itself from the stress, from whatever it is that you may be going through. And when you do that, you are sending love, light, and energy. And that deep breathing expands the love of the body because the body now understands, oh, she wants me to breathe deep so I can feel better, so I can do better. Ah, it triggers the brain and the receptors. And you wonder why you're walking around happy all day. Because you did the breathing. The body is reciprocal. You gave it love, it gave it back. So that's what the breathing is as we inhale deeply. Hold it. And exhale. Now keep your eyes closed and simply monitor your breathing as you listen to the word of the day. And the word of the day from Monday, February 15th, comes from my brother Mike House, who is a fellow journalist. And I'm on his list. And you can be on his list, too, but you have to text me, uh, and I will give him your information. And the only thing about this is when you text, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot 
respond to it because they're good, but you can't respond to it because when you do, there's a lot of people. And everybody don't want to hear their phone uh, beeping all day. I know I don't because it's like when I'm editing after this, after this show is over, I have to edit it and submit it to Can TV. And if I'm editing, I don't want to hear my phone pinging all day. It's just a distraction. I'm sure you feel the same way. But anyway, I wanted to share that with you. So if you want to be on the list, it is not too late. So, oh, I've got to give you the number, don't I? Yeah, that might help. Uh, what is that number? Uh, 727-731-5192. No, that's the number for, that, that's the new number. I'll, I'll put the number up. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, let me give you the word of the day. As you continue to breathe in, and as you continue to breathe out. For Monday, February 19th, 2024, God is always on time. We may say that we know what we want, but the timing is not right. In Tyler Perry's book, Higher is Waiting, Higher is Waiting, he tells us, if you are living by faith, you never have to wait for the timing to be right. Understand that right timing is not determined by faith. Faith brings forth things that were concealed before. Once we have the vision in place, the world must make room for it. We must control our thinking. We must, we get what we expect. Mm. Faith is a promise from the spirit that something blessed is on the way. We are created to create. Mm-hmm. We are creators. We just don't know it. And we've been creating chaos and confusion. So now that we know, we'll do something more powerful with it, right, and more positive. We are the creators. Excuse me. I just love this. I just have to say this again. Understand that right timing is not determined by faith. Faith brings forth things that were concealed before. Once we have the vision in place, the world must make room for it. Make room for my greatness. Yes. We must control our thinking. We get what we expect. Faith is a promise from spirit that something blessed is on the way. So just hold on, baby. Just hold on. We are created to create. We are created to create. We are created to create. Lord, have mercy. Faith is a promise from the Spirit that something blessed is on the way to you. Choose faith over fear. That's why we breathe in faith and exhale fear. Again, inhale faith, exhale fear. However many times it takes you to do it, that's how many times you do it. Trust your faith and not the illusion of waiting for the right time. I pray to put my faith into action. I give myself permission to choose faith over fear. My faith works. My God is always on time. Thank you. Love in me, through me, as me, and around me, through the Christ within and that is your inspiration from Mike House. And you will be able to join me and Mike House 
because I'm going to give you, well, I can't give you his number, but I will give you my number in which you can text me at 312. This is the number for you to join to get what I just read. He sends it out every morning. You can uh, text me at 312-383-9749. And I do apologize if I have not responded to last week's because I had to order a new cell phone. This phone, well, not this phone, but the other phone is. You understand how, how phones work. Sometimes they work, they don't, so I just had to order another one. So it was supposed to come in the mail yesterday. It didn't, so hopefully it will come today. But in the meantime, you can text me at 312-383-9749 for you to be on the list. And it is 7.28, and I want to share with you <coughs> this young man who is coming with us, uh, Mike, excuse me, Will, William Smith, how about that? And But before we do that, I just want to remind you that what you do on this planet makes a difference. Everything you do on this planet makes a difference. I had the wonderful experience yesterday of going out to um, street, going out, I should say, going out with uh, Street Samaritans. That is um, a community partner that we are now uh, working with that also helps the homeless. And you may say to yourself, well, you know, that's not important to me. Well, it should be important to you because at some point in life, you never know where life is going to take you. And you want to be the kind of person that helps other people in need, not only so when you may need something, uh, someone will be there for you. And I and because people always ask me, why are you always out there helping the homeless self? I said, because I was once homeless. And I know how that uh, feels. But I started um, as a result of my little brother, Douglas Robinson, being murdered in Tent City. And 2019, um, I think it was. And all of these people came to, all of the tenants, I should say, from Tent City, that's where he was on Roosevelt, on Desplaines Avenue between uh, Roosevelt Road and Taylor Street, right next to the BP gas station. And all of those people showed up, and I, I made a commitment that I would be there for them, so that's why I keep going back doing what I do. And as a result of the partnership, uh, well, actually uh, another partnership with the uh, European American Association that gives us food uh, to help feed them. We we always need more partners. We always need more people. So if you would like to donate your time, effort, and energy, uh, I would love to have you uh, be a part of this by simply going to higherlearningnetwork.org and signing up and just sending us your information. And while you are there, uh, please go to our um, um, channels and subscribe. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. This is our, our new page on Facebook, uh, Higher Learning TV Show. 
and the love series continues with author Will Smith. So we will be he'll be he'll be joining us right after the commercial break. And you can call in at five one five six zero five nine three two five as well as seven two seven seven three one five one nine two. And we would love to get your comments and suggestions or your thoughts on social media. Feel free to share those, and we will share them with the audience. And, oh, this weekend, this is the big deal. This weekend we are having the clothing drive for the homeless. And all of that information is on my blog at Zelda Speaks. Dot wordpress.com and we would love for you to go and clean out your closet because you know you got too much stuff in there, right? Yeah, you do. We all do. We're in America. Somebody got something to, that they haven't worn in a week. I'm sorry, not a week, a year. And it is time to get rid of it, share it. They are so appreciative. They are so appreciative. I even met a young man, and he may be calling into the show. I can't. I think his name was Juan. Juan is he. He does the most fascinating. We were walking down Congress, uh, passing out um, bags with uh, snacks and treats and you know feminine products and stuff for men too. And Juan says to me, "I know you." And I'm like, "Okay, hi, good to see you." He says. You're, you 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 come down to Tent City. I said, yeah, I've been coming down there for years. He says, who are you? And I said, Zelda. And he said, oh, you're Doug's brother. My little brother Douglas was like the mayor of Tent City. Anyway, he shared that uh, with me, and I, he's it, the the fascinating things that he are doing with 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 gym shoes and and pants. He's just like a little fashion designer. He's an older guy, but he is. He's the bomb.com. Anyway, uh, hopefully he'll call into the show today. And if he doesn't, um, that's okay too. You will be you will be hearing more from him. But right now, I want to share with you uh, what's going on in the world with our teens for the youth podcast training at Betty Shabazz. So these are our students. Every Wednesday we go live. Check it out. They are awesome students. Yes, they are. Donut 
DiabeticDonut.com. That's DiabeticDonut.com. And there's also a Facebook page with that name as well, Diabetic Donut ABC. So please, I just ask that those who go and download the free ebook on how I reverse type 2 diabetes to please like and subscribe and share uh, the Facebook page on Diabetic Donut ABC. So be sure and check it out. I was a diabetic, and I found out before going into surgery. So you see me drinking this drink every day. This is apple beet, cucumber, lemon, ginger kale, honey. It reversed type type 2 diabetes. Uh, numbers are way down from 7.5 to 5.7. That ought to tell you something. took me six months. might take you six months to a year, but it's possible. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Go to DiabeticDonut.com, get your free download. And also, as a result of Breathe In and Breathe Out, this is what's happening. It's available to you as well. Activate. That's what we do here on the Higher Learning Network, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 and 24-7 on the World Wide Web. You are watching The Female Solution. right now. As a matter of fact, you can see him because I am bringing to the stage the young man that I met at the Chicago Auto Show, and his name is none other than Chicago's own Will Smith. Welcome to the stage, our very own uh, Will Smith. I called you Will. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, Will. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having uh, the time to be with us this morning because when I heard about this book, Future Tech, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, because the future is technology whether we want to deal with it or not. You either deal with it or you get left left behind. And so far, I've been a little bit left behind, but uh, I'm, I'm moving beyond that. Uh, I'm, I'm taking my time, and I'm, I'm, I'm slowly. So you have to walk us senior seniors through this, because we're, we're, we're not um, as adept as you young people are. But I, and I love the color of this book, Future Tech. How did this all come about? Tell us a little bit about uh, your, well, your background. Uh, I do have it here, and I, and I, I want to share that with the audience, but. I do want you to take the opportunity and just tell us. For sure, for sure. Thank you again for giving me the spotlight to kind of um, showcase this uh, brainchild, if you will. Um, you know, the, the 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 originating thought for me was a lot of non-technical people don't really have good insight into 
the futures when it comes to technology. And that would be me. Yeah, exactly. So it's the new what kind of fear monger you? You got uh, influencers, you know, trying to get you to sell something. But honestly, this is just a comprehensive breakdown of like what's gonna happen. So you got the first part where it's AI, then you go into the, the similar parts where we talk about smarter cities, more sustainable resources. Um, challenges when it comes to conflict, and you know, it really is. It's it's supposed to be for a non, like I said, non-technical audience. So it's not really written in a way where it's far-fetched. I'm not using two big words. You know, like maybe the terminology will be big and you know, uh, relevant to the, to the uh, technology. But honestly, you could read it you no know, differently than you would like a, a news newsletter or something. How did you become involved in the technology? So my previous life, I was a uh, Microsofty, um, and I also worked. A Microsofty. Don't <laughs> just let that roll off your tongue. Now you got to break that down because not all of us are as deep as you are, my brother. <laughs> break it down so, for me, Will. Yes, ma'am. I used to work at Microsoft, so it's one of the uh, directors of strategy there. I'm working with big tech firms and fintech firms, the Northern Trust, the J.P. Morgans, and helping them with their digital strategy. Really? Okay. Uh, I apologize for not having your – I couldn't find it. I just got so much stuff around here, but uh, I did find it. And, and if you don't mind, I'd like to read your a little bit about you and your bio. Um, William Smith is an ex. Microsoft Director of Strategy and Technical Advisor to Fortune 500 Companies at WSC, which is... Well, Smith Consulting. I just wanted to clarify that. Based in Chicago, with over 15 years of experience. Honey, you ain't old enough to have 15. How old are you? 15, 16, 17? Okay, I'm sorry, I digress. With over 15 years of experience, helping companies leverage technology for strategic growth. William specializes in implementing transformative AI. Oh, yeah, but we got to talk about that. Transforming AI services into the co-pilot division. I'm so glad you are here today. You have no idea. Where he led a, ra- a road show evangelizing AI and machine learning capabilities on the Azure platform. See, I never even heard of that. For financial services companies, well, maybe that's why, in the Midwest. William brings the agility and expertise of large enterprise to small and mid-sized businesses of fractional CTO. Break it down for me, Will. CTO? So basically, when you think of regular CTO, you think of, you know, someone who's full-time, who's, you know, fully committed towards the work, and not everybody can afford that. What is CTO? Yeah, CTO, um, Chief Technology Officer. Oh, see, I don't know these things. This, this, okay. Whether guiding a development team, addressing a leadership gap, or helping achieve crucial funding milestones, his role is tailored to focus on each organization's greatest needs. Okay. Beyond technical know-how, William offers strategic thinking to help businesses adapt to today's dynamic tech landscape. In his free time, 
William enjoys volunteering as a mentor for black and brown youth interested in, in technology. No, you didn't. You know you got to let our children from Betty Shabazz interview you. You know that, right? Okay. He is looking forward to sharing his insights on AI and technical preparation for businesses to thrive in today's world. I am so glad and so honored to have you here. I just don't know what to do. I want to stand up and shout because somebody can finally break this down in terms where I can understand it. So thank you for being here. Now, what's the first thing that we need to know about AI? Because I have to ask you this about AI because I'm not a tech expert like you are, but I have been told that technology is, well, I can see it. Technology is taking over. It's take, Look at Walmart. Look at the big box store. You go there and it's self-checkout. Isn't that part of AI? You put some people out of work, right? Not yeah. you, but the system. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's some form of, like, machine-like intelligence. And, you know, when we think of you know, those self-checkout processes. You know, right now we have the ones where you're kind of manually inserted with, like, people uh, attending them. But, you know, Amazon, funny enough, uh, is making a a storefront where you don't even have to check out. You just grab your items, and then it automatically deducts that from your uh, payment method. But, you know, even just how we check out will be, transformed with AI. Mm, yeah, I've seen that, and I don't like it, but, you know, <laughs> ain't nothing I can do about it, but but wait in that long line. Yeah. And which I sometimes don't do. I do self-checkout if I'm in a hurry. Okay. I'm guilty. I use it just like everybody else. Okay. Go right ahead. If shouldn't we be concerned that computers are going to take over? Should we be concerned about that? The, the 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 easiest way I can say yes, but um, there should be some regulation, right? So mm-hmm. you think about your kids. You know, some of the things you do is you instill good values in them. You make sure they kind of steer towards the right direction, have some type of format, some foundation. Uh, if we build this AI child, if you will, in a way where it's not regulated, you do whatever it wants, and potentially, yeah, we have the opportunity to have bad actors, bad placement things be done. And so just like how we police people, we need to police AI. It's crazy to think, right, like a machine being policed, like we got to make sure they're doing the right thing, like who's, who's uh, liable when things, you know, deter wrong. And uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely things that's conversations to be had um you know, fortunately, nothing breakthrough-ish has happened where that has been the case. But, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunately it's soon to happen where some crime will be occurred because of some computer going AWOL or something. Wow. So um, so what do you do in that instance? Um, well, I, you know, in my opinion, right, like, these are all, like, I guess speculative. There's, there's really no true governing uh, doctrine to say, hey, this is this, this is this, like how we have in uh, modern society's um, law. But, you know, essentially, 
the author of the originating uh, AI should be held liable. You know, of course, you know. So who is the original author? Excuse me. Yeah, so this would be that person who, if you will, raised it, you know, who trained the AI, who uh, gave it the right tools in order for it to act in itself, if that makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that person is responsible if things were to go wrong. Okay, but since there is no person, then there's there's a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's the the unknown, right? Like we don't. How do we how do we police in that persistence? So it's um it is scary. I will say it's a new world, but it's a whole new world. I oh, know I can't sing, tell. I just you know those songs aren't planted in our brains forever. I digress. Go ahead. No, yeah. But no, it, it is a new world for sure. <laughs> it definitely will take some sort of, uh, you know, it'll take the community to really understand how this works and what's the best, you know, ways we should go about it. So. And so what is the best way to go about it? If, you, if you're if you growing up as a, as a children, is what I am learning on every Wednesday when we teach children podcast training at the Betty Shabazz International Charter School is that these children are so fast. I was having a problem with my phone, and I asked one of the students, and he just grabbed it and swiped and did this and did that, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, I need to go to school to learn how to use uh, technology. Mm-hmm. Like, they're born into this. But what they don't know is that by the time they get to be an adult, if they're not self-sufficient with their own job, with their own business, the job may not be there. I'm sure there will be some jobs, but there may not be jobs for for brown and black people. I'll put it like that. Yeah. DEI can only go so much, I honestly think. And it's a good first step, but... You know, it should be a no-brainer, right? Why don't you just hire more black or brown folks? Right. That's it. <laughs> but um, no, I, I agree. It's uh, it's. I think in the new world of uh, post-COVID and going towards this new AI, uh, almost even quantum world, you need to be really good with using it. So using ChatGPT or using um, any of the other AI-related products because, you know, when you think of, you know, how much speed and really accessibility you have, it it kind of transforms your work, right? Like you, not to say it replaces it, because right now that the reason why it's, you know, like co-pilot is because it's not fully able to take on that specific task. But, you know, being able to use those tools in the right way um, versus someone who doesn't know how to use it, you're going to just always, you're always going to get the work, always going to get the job. Mm. Because people are staying at home and working, and there are so many jobs that are that are no longer uh, brick and mortar. So everything is, so if you don't have the skills, how do you get the skills? Let me, before you answer that question, 
when you're online, you are bom- bombarded with AI. Let AI do this. Let AI do that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if I give you my information, just say if I wanted to write a book on how to introduce whatever, I want how to how to introduce someone on a platform. Can't AI take that information and run with it, and it's no longer mine? You know, um, there are some things that we don't know are, that are being automatically used. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when you use uh, Instagram, you use Facebook. Um, some there's some services that take some information that we just don't have unbeknownst to us. But there are some. Uh, things that we kind of opt in by just really just giving it, right? Like, what what are your preferences? What do you like to do? Where do you live? You know, and, um, uh, you know, generally speaking, it's not really at a point where it can, like, do anything, like, crazy like that. However, you know, uh, in in bigger firms, they have data um, departments. And their whole focus is trying to understand how they can either make people pay more money to do certain things, how can they get them to influence on certain things. And so they use the information that we've kind of opted in to give them in order to make these business decisions. Machines that can do that for you will eventually replace you. Mm. So how will you, as an entrepreneur, business owner, student for that matter, how how can you prevent that? How can you enhance what you do so that not only your identity is not taken, but your IT, your, your IP, your intellectual property? How do you protect that? You work hard to gather the information, to get the information, to be a source of information, and then something electronic comes along and takes it. Yeah. That's not fair, but, you know, who said life was fair? But but how do you circumvent it? How do you get around that? Well, how, how in the world do you protect yourself? How do you do that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good question, you know. It's it's really hard to say <clears throat> what job out there will be still prevalent in the next 20, 30, 50 years, you know. Um, I, I use all the time. Uh, there was a once, – once upon a time, there was somebody who traffic signaled uh, on each corner. Now we have, you know, traffic, you know, signal uh, – electric, electronic traffic signals. So, you know, does it really say, like, what – What's the the ironclad one? I can't really necessarily say which one will be, but I will say that um, right now, you know, it's all, you know, essentially an experiment project. Ah, they're experimenting with us. Oh, my goodness. It's not really uh, in a place where it's totally intelligent. Um, which could be good and which could be bad as well, too. Um, now, understanding, I guess, how that machine works will definitely be a benefit. 
Mm. And when there are certain jobs that come up, that would be something that would be very important. So, like, you know, learning how to get in touch with uh, AI and using ChatGPT, just really just overall just comfortability with it uh, would be a good first step. So just learning how to write prompts, learning how to write different little solutions and things. And just just get comfortable with the ecosystem uh, because, you know, writers going to use it, counselors going to use it, and all of these jobs are going to use it um, in order to empower themselves, right? Before, it took a medical professional, you know, maybe hours or whatever to understand a specific procedure in a book that they probably read it multiple times, but they probably forgot because they haven't been doing it as much. Now they can kind of get that information like seconds again. Mm. Counselors, same as all people. So just being enabled with AI in, in your in your workspace is, is, is crucial for the next mm. Wow, I just I just don't I just don't feel good about it because it's like I get, I give you my information and then you run off with it. You make all the money off of it, and I don't. That's just I don't feel I don't I don't I'm not comfortable with that. Should I be comfortable? Uh, Cause I'm not. And yeah, go ahead. No, no, it's unfair. You know, like um, um, uh, Meta, Facebook, Instagram, they make most of their money off of advertising. Mm-hmm. They only reason how they are so good with advertising is because, you know, the, the preferences that we give it and they kind of just understand and take, they use different little procedures and data science uh, uh, analysis programs to uh, filter and give us more things to look at as we scroll down our feed. So it is unfair. Like, you know, I don't want to not get paid and they're getting paid. So, um but, you know, once again, right, like, it's such a big platform, and people willingly give that away. Mmm. Mmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. People willingly give that away? Yep. And what is it that we're willingly giving away? You're willingly giving away your 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 preferences, your your what you're interested in on a day-to-day basis. So, for example, if you're looking up cat videos, if you're looking up uh, how-to videos, all of those preferences and those histories are getting tracked and recorded by those big programs so that they can understand and show you more things that are relevant to that. So you buy it. I am so glad you said that because I thought something was wrong with me probably a year or so ago when every time I would go on, uh, go to check my email, an ad would pop up or something that I searched on Amazon. I was like, what the what? <laughs> it's like every time I'm on the Internet, an ad pops up, and it's like it gets to a point where you don't even want to look. You don't even want to get on the Internet. It's, it's ridiculous. It just it freaks me out. Uh, in, in case you just t- tuned in, uh, it is 7.58. We've got uh, just a few more minutes before the uh, next commercial break. Uh, if you'd like to uh, make comments or share your comments on our social media pages, p- please feel free to do so. We'd love to hear what you have to say uh, as we go to uh, some of the comments that are already there. This one is from our Tuesday host, Asada. Uh, gathering of the Griot. She is on Tuesdays from six, excuse me, seven till nine a.m. And Asada says, 
of the Soulful Chicago uh, Book Fair. She's the founder of that, and she says, this is a great topic. My feature in technology involves bringing our people into the metaverse to do business and connect with each other. The metaverse removes the barriers of time and distance. Are you familiar with the metaverse, Will? Mm-hmm. And how did you become uh, aware of it? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, so, so, funny story, I know Microsoft a while ago experimented with some sort of, like, virtual commerce. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, Facebook definitely led the charge when it came to that. And it makes right sense, right? Like, they have the platform, um, you know, billions, like, literally everybody has a Facebook. Even dead people have Facebook. Cats, animals. So it's just, it just makes sense, right? So they experimented with this metaverse, and it was a really good platform. However, I feel like it's kind of died down, especially with this new AI business kind of coming out. So to that point, I think it has just a great opportunity for us to do commerce with anybody around the world. Plus, with technology, right, we have the ability to uh, be able to talk to other people, right? Language used to be a barrier for other people, but now we have the instance of technology literally translating it as we talk. So being able to be in that verse, that metaverse of commerce, um, you know, we were essentially an avatar versus a black or a woman or someone who's like non-binary. <laughs> the more I listen, the more confused I become, but pay me no mind. Uh, I, 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 I do that sometimes. If you just joined the conversation, what does your future look like in technology? And my guest today is Master Guru Will Smith, Chicago's own William Smith, and he's the author of Future Tech. And we're going to take some calls uh, in just a few minutes, but right now I want to remind you that coming up this weekend is your chance to uh, clean out your closet and share some of the things that you have not been using for the last year or two or three because you know you had a lot of things in your closet that you were just not using and I need you to be here. This is where I need you to be this weekend. If you can't be there, at least go somewhere and drop it off. If you go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, this is what you will see. Give something to those who have nothing. And it will be taking place at the um, American Legion, Post 96, 5820 West 35th Street, Cicero, Illinois. 5800 is what? Uh, Central is 56, so it's, it's almost to Austin, but it's on the southwest side. Commander Victor Sarmiento is the uh, um, the person. Uh, he's a veteran that I met uh, during uh, Willie Wilson's election, and uh, he partnered with us and said he would love to help. So he has uh, put this together, made this place available, and we'll be broadcasting live there on Saturday from 12 until uh, 2 p.m. because that is the same time that we have the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest every last Saturday of the month from 12 until 2. So if you go to our YouTube channel, Higher Learning TV Show, You'll see that there as well as if you'd like to make a donation. So this is what the blog looks like, and you can go to higherlearningnetwork.org 
and you will see the information there where you can donate. I'm trying to find your picture on here, Will. I know you're on here because I, I put it on here. And I'm scrolling up, and if you see it, you react to it because there it is. Oh, there it is right there, Monday Morning Mindful, the future of tech. And because it's a Black History Month, I have to show you this. I always scroll down because you ride on Lakeshore Drive every day, and you don't even know it. That's my big brother, Patrick Party. Uh, Patrick Bradley, who uh, was a former engineer at ComEd. He retired, then he passed uh, a couple of years later. And he is the engineer who redesigned the S-curve in Lakeshore Drive. How about that? The black fat bitch you didn't know anything about. Well, I just wanted to share that with you. Stay close, and we will be right back here. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Do you have a product or service? Take your business global and get new customers from around the world. Advertise on the Female Solution Radio Show. You may have a great product. You may even have a fantastic website. But how do you let people know you exist? Tell them. Promote your business on one of the most dynamic shows on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution. You'll reach an enthusiastic audience of more than 100,000 loyal daily listeners with a specially designed 30-second ad that will drive customers directly to your website. We'll send you statistics as tracked by Blog Talk Radio to let you know the numbers and demographics of those hearing your advertisement. Your ad will run during the live two-hour morning show from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, and it will be heard all day long by listeners who listen to the archived shows. You'll reach our worldwide audience on their laptops, iPods, iPads, and cell phones. Watch the orders for your product or service increase. Just go to our website, www. Dot naimalatif.com that's www.naimahlatif.com and click on the radio advertising page send us your words we'll create a 30 second radio ad and watch your business increase worldwide do you worry about finances family health jobs relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, 
solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code the Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. Solution. Welcome to the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1, and 24-7 on the World Wide Web. On the Higher Learning Network TV show and on the Higher Learning Network blog, if you go to our new blog, uh, you'll see it there. It is entitled uh, Tumblr.com slash Higher Learning TV show. And as you can see there, please like and subscribe. Uh, what does your future look like? We're with author and technologist, if there's such a word, uh, Will Smith, William Smith. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And Will, the switchboards are lit up. We have got to take some calls. And if you don't want to call in, you can always comment. We'll uh, take your your um, comments uh, live. Double uh, uh, A, life of Double A. Our says. Our world is changing at a critical rate from week to week, new innovations. This is a much-needed discussion as we learn to implement more technology into our future. Higher learning at its finest. Thank you, Life of Double A. <laughs> wow, what do you have to say about that? It's very, very true and very relevant, you know, um, uh, as, as time goes on, right, like we've had uh, manual-powered uh, tools and devices, and now they're all electric. You get, you know, as we saw at the uh, auto show, you know, most of the show floor were EVs and, like, how things were going to go hybrid. I you know, know. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, like even the the Bronco, you know, the the F one fifty, not that ugly little stainless steel cyber. Yeah, look like a space Martian plane or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the what? Ooh, I'm glad I was born when I was born because I know I won't uh, live to get to see the craziness. Ooh, uh, I digress. Uh, Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution, says a few jobs replaced by automation. Elevator operator. Remember, we used to go in the Stevens Building on 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 Michigan Avenue, Columbia College. A gas station attendant. They used to pump our gas. They don't do that anymore. A traffic controller. Who wants to be on a complaint? A plane controlled by a computer. Well, you are when you fly. Now, self checkout machines replace cashiers, and ATMs are replacing bankers. We have come. We have become a. Thank you, Naima. We have become a society that does not respect or appreciate humanity. And that is the problem that we are facing today because if we continue on the road that we're going, we may wind up in a place that we don't want to be longer than we want to be there. Let's go to the phone line. 334 
347. Your line is open. Grand Rising, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What is your question as it relates to your of technology? Hi, who's this? Oh, praise God. Praise God, Mother God and Father God. This is the Shy Apostle, also known as Brother Neil, originally from Chicago, 5525 South Lafayette, but I'm presently uh, in the hospital uh, in Montgomery, Alabama. Had the hey, Brother Neil? Hey, Sister Zelda. Yes. Grand what? Rising. Grand, Grand Rising. Rising. Yes, What's over, yes. Thank you, thank you. Pray for me, and I'll pray for you. But Amen. I'm so, I'm so uh, glad that I got to hear Brother Wheel, Phil Smith, a young brother with uh, information, the, the technology, because like you say, they were born with it. Yes, they were born into it, the technology age. This is the dispensation, yes. dispensation we live in, and I understand that there are some concerns about AI taking over all the jobs, but, um, you know, the time changes same way we used to pick cotton, but the only thing changed after the Emancipation Proclamation really is it went from agriculture to, 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 to manufacturing. Because uh, I always said you don't own a plantation and you can't get nobody a job. You're working on somebody's plantation. So, uh, therefore, uh, now we're in the technology age, and, yes, jobs are going to change, which is going to be interesting to see because as we get older, of course, we'll be sitting, you know, talking about it as uh, uh, from a different standpoint because we won't have to matriculate and work in it. But it's going to be interesting how uh, how it changes and and I and I would like to ask him if he you know if you have an opportunity, how because I, I you know him being adept in it and 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 learned it and being a director and being immersed in it, of course he looks at it from a different standpoint. He feels you know he'll always be able to have a job, so he'll say people should get that that, that knowledge. But it's not going to be a lot of those jobs. So I'm wondering how when they phase their other jobs out, what he thinks that you know how the you know the economy will be and how this society will be. And what people will do? Will they go back to growing their own food and like you know, which I, which I advocate for? Huh? But I'd like to ask that question of your uh, of your guests. And thank you for your beautiful energy this morning. And just thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank God. And may you continue to be blessed, Zelda. Thank you so much, Brother Neil from Georgia. We greatly appreciate that. And before you answer, um, Alabama, Alabama. Uh, Alabama, I'm sorry, I got Georgia up there, uh, but I will I will remove that and, and put Alabama. Uh, I have to comment on your comment on cotton because you will not believe this. Most people don't believe it when I tell them. I see this right here, this little thing of cotton. I keep it in a little, and I, and I use this for display because this is real cotton that I picked as a child. I know you don't believe this, but I had to wear gloves when I came back from Dallas because my hands were so scarred up. Uh, from the from picking it, you, 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 this is the bowl that the cotton comes in, and you have to pick it like this really, really fast, so your hands are really scarred up. And I, and I know y'all don't believe me, but uh, that is the way of of the world back in the 50s and 60s and 30s and 40s, because my aunt was a sharecropper, and I had to go live with it. And then I go to Dollar Tree the other day, and I see this. I was like, oh, my God, can you believe this? Cotton for sale. A dollar. And 25 cents. Lord, have mercy. And I had to work all day to get $2 from 6 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. Oh, I, I digress, but I just I had to share that. Because the industrial age is gone. We're in a whole new world. 
Thank you. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Neil. Neil, where did you say you were from? I'm originally from Chicago, 5525 oh. South Lafayette. That's where I okay. grew up, right there on the oh. south side. Okay. All right. Well, thank you and, and so I, much. I, I was a procurement officer in the Air Force, went in the Air Force. Those, those are the only ones who were in the Air Force where they write all the contracts for the Department of Defense and, and oh. the only ones allowed to spend the money for the Department of Defense. And then on the civilian side, it's a GSA, General Administration, Office, they were they're the only ones allowed to spend the money. So we're the buyers for the government, and we write all the contracts and let all the contracts. So from an industrial standpoint and from a money finance standpoint, I try to pass as much knowledge as I can on uh, to the brothers and sisters, to God's people, because I don't, I don't deal with the color thing. It's about, like we used to say growing up in Chicago, who you with, who you with. It's about who you with. It's about good or evil. It ain't about no colors. It ain't about none of that. It's about where, where your heart is, who you with. Like we said, what's your love? We used to say in Chicago, whether it's God or is it evil, are you with the devil or you you with evil or you with good. I'm with good. I'm with God. And God spelled backwards is dog, D-O-G. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Neil. We appreciate it. You want to respond to that, uh, Will? <laughs> thank you for that, uh, brother Neil. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, so I guess I guess the first the the the, the question I think you can recall it was um, when these jobs get displaced or some of these at risk roles, like where do I see um, what's going to happen, right? Are people mm-hmm. going to, mm-hmm. they're going to check unemployment for jobs this place with AI? And, you know, that's a good question. I, I um, of course, you know, it's a really speculation at this point because luckily you know, most of these things haven't happened totally per se. Um, but there has been instances, right? Like I'm not saying it's been totally displaced because of it, but like even trucking, right? Um, uh, Chicago has a really big uh, firm here. I think it was Yellow. Um, went bankrupt. A lot of those jobs get displaced, and a lot of those people had to go to other firms. Um, kind of in that instance where, right, like trucking is going to get replaced by automated vehicles, so instead of having two uh truckers maybe they have one person or it's just automatic fully with a driverless car so you know i would hope the government would have some sort of like need or some like uh, assistance aid just like how they have um unemployment you know but um you know there there's other things that could be in the call to authority right like <laughs> call maybe even for like a universal basic income where they just give people money, which sounds far-fetched, but that could also aid in some of, uh, you know, people's day-to-days just being bogged down because they don't have enough money to do things. But even with the stuff with AI, you know, um, that's where the weird thing where it comes a little more political too, uh, you know, like just, just in general, like how do we make sure all of our citizens have the right resources and the right funding and the right aid, uh, you know, beyond their their work, right? Even when they retire, even when they before they start to retire. So, um, unfortunately, I can't give a, a solid answer, but speculatively, I would hope 
that we have funding provided by the government to help in assisting those that's been aided with AI displacement. Can you tell us who invented AI? Oh, we invent every we invent everything, but I I don't know who invented that. Do you? Uh, well, it's a uh, it's an interesting thing to say. I mean, the concept, you know, it's it's probably been invented a very long time ago. But I guess one of the contributors was a guy um, uh, named Alan Turing. He made one of the first uh, kind of if you will computers, and um, you know he's kind of considered the, the grandfather of AI. And What's his name? Alan Turing. How do you spell his last name? T-U-R-I-N-G. Turing, okay. Yes, he's the guy who uh, cracked the Enigma code with the Nazis. Hmm. So, he's, you know, considered the, the grandfather. There's others, you know, I mean, there's even an author who they would consider who invented it, but, I mean, I would say in my opinion, Alan Turing would be that guy who invented it because, honestly, like, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have the computer in the sense that we have today. So, Okay, let's take some more comments. Uh, Naima Latif says, but how about if we create a system of exchange that doesn't require money? We can provide for everyone's needs food, clothing, and shelter. We have the power to do that if we choose to do that. Do you think that's possible, Will? I would love, right, to just not have to worry about bills, things are just kind of provided because it gives a little bit of uh, breath, fresh air, if you will. Um, You know, I would say AI in itself would help businesses really achieve more. So, you know, for example, <clears throat> Na, uh, Naima and also you, the other, um, you guys may have to hire a legal aid, have to hire uh, uh, someone for accounting, someone for, you know, uh, website keep up. And the tools that you have available with using AI can eliminate those three jobs in general. Mm. The goal would be less money that you have to spend and more money you get to keep and worry about, like, actually doing the right thing. So non-for-profits. AI could definitely benefit a lot of them, you know, know, with the writing sense, you know, like uh, creatively writing for grants and and knowing what exactly to uh, look out for and account for, uh, maybe different perspectives. Mm. Uh, and have insights when it comes to the demographics and, and targeting certain areas. Um, so it's, it's definitely have its benefits, and uh, hopefully that uh, when it comes to you know societal changes, right? Like like what she mentioned, uh, it helps us be more dynamic and adapt and adaptive to things. Mm. Never I never thought about that because. <laughs> A grant writer, AI grant writer. Man, I gotta think on that one. I don't know. We let's uh, take some uh, more quotes, uh, comments, I should say. Uh, Soulful Chicago 
uh, Book Fair Asada, founder of the uh, Soul for Chicago Book Fair, which the spring uh, fling is coming up. So share the, share that information too, uh, Asada. She says UBI Universal Basic Income is coming. Money to everyone outside of having to work for it. What do you know about that? UBI Universal Basic yeah. Income. Yeah, I know there was a presidential candidate that wanted to push it, um, uh, Andrew Ng, and he, uh, he, I don't think he's very, he went very far with it because it, um, I guess it didn't really, he didn't really have a good plan to uh, initiate it, but um, I mean, shoot, who doesn't want, you know, a couple grand coming in, like, like I said, it, it helps us, really is. As, a, as, as, as people because it's less stress, you know, like, you know, richer folks have multiple streams of income, but, you know, everybody's not entrepreneurial mind, and everyone, right. uh, you know, they want to live a life. They don't want to worry about the, the, the bare necessities like food or water, you know, you got to pay for water, right. you got to pay for, like, food that, that grows on the ground, you got to pay for it. So it's just, you know, certain things like, just, I guess, getting the check every week, no, no questions asked, would definitely help. So, um, it just, it's just a no-brainer, I feel. And no-brainer is exactly what we experience, especially when uh, it's a clone. I, I know you've seen the movie Clone Tyrone. Big Clone Tyrone. Yeah. I, you got to see it. It's on Netflix or Prime or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like Get Out to me. Okay. Yeah, you want to you wanna be aware of that. Somebody who's in tech, you need to know about that. Uh, uh, let's take some more comments here. Uh, Deborah Smith, our third Saturday host, uh, which airs 12 until 2 p.m. on the Female Solution. She says, blessings, I would... Look into an AI grant writer. Yeah, you know that thought crossed my mind, Deborah. I was like, mm, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 think on that one <laughs> because I just don't know. I'm a little hesitant, and I have been warned by my elders that this is something that we might want to take another look at. So if you want to share your comments, we'd love to hear what you have to say this morning. Uh, please go to the phone lines at 312-515-605-9325, press 1 to speak, or our onaireverywhere.com. Uh, switchboard, which is three, uh, I'm sorry, 727-731-5192. But right now, um, we're going to go to the phone lines, and I believe this is Baba Kwame Sunhorse, one of our elders who always chimes in and gives us the kind of information <laughs> us in the right direction. Baba Kwame Sunhorse, Grand Rising from Georgia. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I know you have been waiting to talk, and we are ready to hear what you have to say. School us, Baba. Grand Rising, Sister Zelda. Grand Rising. And to, and to your guests, you know, the Microsoft tech. I'm I'm grateful to hear, you know, a generation that's gotten into technology, but we as elders have known before we had technology because the AI is 
is is coded. You know me and me wordsmithing. AI means it's to access individuals. Ooh. Accessing individuals. That's what it does. That's this is why they then they're able to know your behavior, your thought patterns, your consumer patterns. All of that is accessing the individual. And you know, the other part is is T A K E K N O W L E D G E. Take knowledge. Take knowledge. Oh. Accessing the individual. You're accessing the individual to take knowledge. Oh, oh. See, See always the, part, the part, the part that we have to understand was, is you were asking the question, when did AI? I mean, AI start? You know, it started really back in the 1800s. 1858 is when they began to drop the cable from United States to England. The telegraph cable was the connection for the first internet. Okay. 1858, and then when the Russians put Sputnik up, Eisenhower wanted them to say that they created DARPA, and DARPA was a, a part of the the program to get into our country to get into technology. And as it went, it, it advanced more. You know, the movie, I forget, the movie where the sisters brought the the, the um, spaceship back, I mean, the rocket back to United States when it was messed up and they, they figured out the computer code for IBM. But anyway, we, we've already had the wood wide web. See, man is mimicking the earth. And you're mimicking a wood wide web that the trees and the plants and everything talks to each other. The thing that man wanted to do is to be able to access how that works. And he began to experiment because, you know, all of it is in coding. So you, you, you create a coding to where you zeros and ones, this is all they did with the, the computer cards that they, 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 did and figure out the mathematical formula. The thing that we're looking at is we went, what Malcolm said back in the day and coming up on his anniversary, Malcolm said that we are at the threshold of the nuclear age and education is a must, especially in high technology. We were coming to this, but the part of it is, is that taking the knowledge and using it constructively yeah, it's convenient, but then you're looking at you're you're hindering people because a phone is a phone is not smarter than you are, but we give them that identity. My smartphone says, or Google says, and not what has been written in a book called a dictionary. See, it's 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 a part that we're 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 taking the knowledge, and this is all it's done is that they they put it into one box. And they call it, you know, computer. And they put it in that box, and then they're they're saying that this is how you have to access information, how you have to access your bank account, how you have to access your ability to buy food, because they're accessing the individuals. That's AI, accessing individuals. Mm. It's not artificial. It's a new organism in which they're taking control of the, the human. 
because there's an excellent book by Ruha Benjamin, and it's called Race and Technology. And what she talks about, too, in there is we got through the 60s and, and came through the civil rights movement and, and all of this, and they got rid of Jim Crow. But now we got the Jim Code because they program in Silicon Valley all of these, these different programs, but they're programmed by people that don't look like us. And they're programmed for their benefit and not our benefit. Facial recognition, and you've seen this, and they've, they've put it into the news, is that it does not identify melanated people as it do people with less melanin. It sure does. And so it right there tells you how did someone put that information in there? Who was the one that put it in there? So the thing is, is that BI is always greater than AI. DI is divine intelligence. The creator of all this that we, we exist in knows the consciousness that there isn't a program man can write because man is using the consciousness of the creator. Mm. Mm. Well, how about that? It is 8.32. You are listening to the voice of Baba Kwame Sunhorse from Georgia, Elder of the community who keeps us up and aware of things that we need to know, especially as it relates to technology. Uh, We've got to take our last commercial break here, but before we do, I want to share with you uh, just a few seconds of a video, black history, that you need to know about. It's just history. It's not black history. It is history, his story. And this is the story that I want to share with you. I'm going to, only going to share a few minutes of it because it is uh, 17 minutes long and you don't need to see all of that. And we're going to take a break and we will be right back so you stay close and you can call in and share your information as well. As soon as it quits going around in circles, uh, you got me going in circles. Dirt, 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 dirt. Okay, so let me... Uh, pull up another one here. It it don't, it's still going around in circles. It don't want to act right. So while it's trying to figure out what it needs to do, let me go over here and play some other commercials, and we'll be right back. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry. You are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking stimulating and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the Mindfulness Slash Stress Relief Coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of Associated Internet Radio hosts on air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive 
and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platform to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insights, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. On air everywhere.com. We are on air everywhere, online all the time. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773 773- 580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. And rising. And thank you for joining us back here on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 in Chicago and 24-7 on the World Wide Web on the on our social media channels, Higher Learning TV show. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Oh, and TikTok, I'm Zelda Speaks. Anyway, Future Tech, how advancements in AI, robotics, future cities, and medicine will change humanity. And it is in the midst of doing just that with our author and entrepreneur, businessman, Will Smith. Will, I want you to comment on what Baba Kwame Sunhorse had to say about AI. What are your thoughts on that? Old school versus new school. I'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, it's good to have a diverse mindset about certain things because, you know, you just can't, we can't all be the same, right? Like, we be what you consider a singularity. Mm-hmm. Definitely the, the any case of what being a human is, right? Like we're all diverse, different backgrounds, different color uh, pigmentation, like different stuff. So uh, I definitely understand where it's coming from. Um, you know, I think that there should be some skepticism when it comes to technology. 
uh, if we were just all totally on board for it, I think it would be uh, kind of scary. Mm. But uh, I think for the most part, right, I don't think there's too much alarm. Uh, you know, it, 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 I guess, right, if I think about myself, I'm very optimistic, very uh, forward-thinking. You know, I guess you would consider a futurist. But, you know, there's some times where kind of my mindset is more uh, more fashioned. And when it comes to, you know, the strategy, the, the overall um, oper- operation, kind of that's where I best sit. But then there's also the flip side where you need someone to gatekeep and ensure that, hey, trust is needed, trust is being sought out. Those are usually the cybersecurity experts, the uh, regulation officers, people who kind of make sure things are working out. So to some regard, right, I think that there is a good uh, possibility for skepticism. I don't think right now personally that we're giving AI too too much control. Um, You know, one of the biggest things that ChatGPT needs is it needs to be trained uh, with the right data, usually it's copywritten um, data, in order for it to do uh, itself. And I think one point I do resonate with uh, that I think would be good that he said was, um, you know, the people who make these products don't look like us. So um, that's one of the things that has been an issue in the past and it's definitely been brought up to light. And, you know, the good thing is, right, like there are services, people, organizations that are making sure that they uh, hire more black and brown people because, you know, there has been a lot of uh, issues with that. They want our money, but they don't want to bring us into the fold. Love love to hear your comments. Uh, Feel free to comment on our social media pages, Higher Learning TV show on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And some of the comments here, uh, Naima Latif says, people fear technology because they think someone else will have control over whether they have food, clothing, and shelter. And and well said and with, with good concern. Because if someone controls everything outside of you, especially your food, I'm watching uh, something last night and a TikTok ad popped up where a young lady was showing. She says, I can't believe this. I bought ice cream for my son, and I accidentally left it out on the counter. We rushed out the door and came back, and the ice cream had melted. Hmm. So what had had not melted. So she left it out for another day because she thought she was crazy. She said, I left it out two days, and look, it hasn't melted, and it turned yellow. So what does that tell you? Yeah, because people do want to have control. They are going to have control if we are going to allow it. Yes, indeed. And, uh, yeah, Deborah says AI is here, and we may as well get familiar with it because it is the future. She also says, there is a probable career in cyber cyber security. Yeah. Uh, I agree, 100%. Yeah, like, uh, yeah uh, definitely. Uh, we as a people better get get, get in the room and <laughs> get in the room. That's what the uh, poor says. Yeah, we better get in the room and, and catch up. And we are most grateful for ASADA for bringing us into the metaverse. And I will be sharing that 
later as well, but you can check her out tomorrow morning from 7 until 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. She'll talk about that. Naima Latif says, but if we grow our own food, make our own clothes, and build our own homes and willingly share and exchange, we don't have to fear new technological developments. Right on, Naima. And Naima uh, will be joining us for the uh, after show. And uh, if you are uh, watching the program and you want to call in, you can call in on the hotline, which is uh, uh, 515-605-9325, press 1 to speak, or our on-air everywhere switchboard, 727-731-5192. Let's go to the phone lines now. This is Robert Floyd Trump. Yes. Go right ahead. Go, go ahead. Way on Shalom. Yes, this is Minister Plump, Robert Floyd Plump. I just want to wish you, uh, Sister Zelda, happy Black History Month and especially happy Savior's Day. We are on our way to Detroit, and we're encouraging everybody to come out and hear the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in Detroit, Michigan, on All February right. the 25th. 2024. We're in the door. It's our time now. <laughs> Hallelujah. How you feel, Sister Zelda? You you black power queen of the day. <laughs> and every oh, day. Happy it is mindfulness, so I, I got to be. I want to thank you uh, for uh, so much for calling in and for sharing that information, Minister Plump, as we go to another call, 312632. You are live on the Female Solution. Do you have a question or comment for our guest, uh, Will Smith? And what does your future look like, technology? 312632. Hi, who's this? Where are you from? Admiral Nelson Bay. Hi, Andrew Nelson Bay. And you what know, is your question relates to technology, sir? The um, point of commodifying central bank digital currency. <clears throat> you see, I am not opposed to the concept of central bank digital currency. Uh, the SWIFT system, U.S. Federal Reserve system, it's going out and they know it and they have no idea how to replace it. I have the best and only way to replace that. It is for my specifications, Federated State Bank of North America, of which one Andrew Clarence Merrill Nelson is its creative founder. This is why, and also going to what we call the United Nations Office of International Treasury Control. That's where the gold is. Gold is always money. Everything else is like debt, according to J.P. Morgan. Um, my so father, what, is your what, is, what is your question or comment for Will Smith? The way that Google monetized itself initially was and still is through accessing individuals, A.I., is Baba Kwame They were able to generate revenue um, by having the infrastructure in place 
to access people or individuals. And um, I understand how that whole system works as well. Uh, Turing, he broke the Enigma Code. I, I know about that as well, Lynchley Park. You see, this whole thing is contingent on what I, Andrew C.M. Nelson Bay, that is, do. Everything is, the whole world revolves around me quite literally. And uh, I'm grateful to Baba Kwame Sunhorse for enabling me to access that very actionable intelligence. Thank you, uh, Nelson Bay. Baba Kwame, did you hear that? Unmute yourself, Baba Kwame. Yes, and greetings, brother. Uh, and Nelson Bay, Andrew Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brother Nelson. The thing that I'm seeing is is that we're we're elders, and we're now looking at what was and what is. We did more with less than we do now with more. And in the process of us taking in this this access to information. We've surrendered a lot more of who we are to what they want us to be, who we are as they want us to be, and and being and becoming is part of being human. And Mm. we're turning into, what, human bots. And and this is the part is, is that's what I said about cell phones and and making it that – they access you through your cell phone and and the human is you know humans are made up of cells and we have this, it's 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 connecting you you have to look at how are they working their way into us because we look at technology as a as a a tool but it's a tool and I'm, I'm going to leave it at that, you know. And I thank Nelson Bay for what he was sharing. All right. Thank you so very much. Would you like to respond to that, um, Will? Um, I guess, I guess to, 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 I guess, the, I guess, what you say, old school versus new school, um, I think, you know, once again, right, like coming from my background, coming from where, my um, direction is with, I guess, technology and life, very forward-thinking, very optimistic. Um, You know, there does come a play where it does need to have some sort of fear, but we, like the doctor says, we shouldn't walk in fear, right? We should walk in power. We should walk in in abundance. So uh, one message I do want to land with, the people uh, here today is, you know, definitely find a way to arm and manifest with these tools because, you know, although other people can't use them against you, you could use them for some good. You know, like like I said, the grant writing. And, uh, you know, sometimes I kind of wish I knew what some of the use cases were for some of these smaller businesses. That way I can kind of help. But, um, you know, AI grant writing is just one of many things that could be a potentiality, right? Like you, wow. can, you can even be AI preaching, you know, like <laughs> a crazy thing, a preaching AI. 
Oh, wow. You just gave them an idea because I'm sure they hadn't thought about that. Exactly. So it's just, it's it's a lot of things. And, like, you know, there's some things that are just far-fetched. It's out of the wild and it's wow. crazy. Wow. I didn't but even there, about that. <laughs> there are some things that are, you know, actually of good interest. And, you know, the goal is, right, like, we want to, we want to arm ourselves because the more people that we help, the more people that we use these technologies, but I think definitely um, a betterment for our society versus a detriment. Mm, wow. Because at this point, it appears to be a detriment because people are suffering as a result of it because some people have lost, many people have lost jobs. Uh, we'd love to hear your uh, comments on uh, social media, on uh, Higher Learning TV show, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Another comment from Asada from Soul for Chicago Book Fair. She says, our people are the original scientists. Step it up, black people. Create the game and just don't play it. Hello? Tell them, Asada. And she'll tell you a whole lot more tomorrow morning from 7 until 9 a.m. Central Standard Time right here on The Female Solution. So be sure and check it out. This queen here is the, the Harriet Tubman of Bitcoin. You need to know that. If you don't know her, you need to know her. This sister is on it, on the metaverse. She's teaching us about the metaverse. And I got so many ideas for the metaverse for our children because we teach podcasting. Uh, at Betty Shabazz International Charter School every Wednesday, and they go live from 2 until 2.30, so be sure and check it out. Had to get that plug in there on Monday morning, Mindfulness. And Deborah Smith also says, Nathan Smith, Dante Smith. Who is that? Do you know who they are? Um, Probably tagging people on Facebook. Oh, okay. See, I I didn't know anything about that. All right. Uh, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. So, uh, now tell us a little bit about this book, because we really haven't do, uh, 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 dove into the book about the future of... So... Sorry. No, go, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book, you know, it's interesting. I, I wrote it when I, um, I was still working at Microsoft, and I just wanted to write something that I feel was relevant towards the industry. Mm-hmm. It kind of was things that most experts weren't really discussing, which was like, okay, where are these things? Where are these products? Like, how can day-to-day people be prepared for it? So, you know, each chapter is kind of broken down into different categories. Uh, the first one is, of course, AI, and it talks about the different categories of AI, its practical uses. And, you know, the next would be, uh, chapters in relation to those, right? So we have like smart cities, we have the metaverse, we have crypto, and we have a bunch of uh, other related products. But the goal is um, to list in some way factual information that people can get on technology. And then with the ebook, the reason why I primarily have it as an ebook, you can actually click the link, and it'll take you to that said project. So Really? Whatever. Now, you know I need a copy of this book. You know this, right? Yeah, I got you. Granny, got you. Granny need a copy. Yeah, because I, 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 need, I need to know these things so I can uh, have a conversation with Baba Kwame after I get through reading. Because <laughs> I need to know. 
I don't want to be left behind, but I also don't want to be part of um, the AI that accesses all my knowledge that the bot is going to give away for free, and this is uh, something that I could use to earn income from for our projects, like for the homeless project. So I don't, I don't want to give that away to to a bot. I'm sorry, I digress. Go right ahead. Yeah, no, no, it's like, and, uh, you know, it's just, if 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 you think of uh, a student, if you think someone, you know, that may have a child, um, you know, what are some things that you can prepare your little one to know and understand and have, I guess, some sort of uh, understanding of in this industry where they should go, right? Like, you know, like I we mentioned before, the, the, the traffic signalers, you know, that probably was a job back then that you had to train for, right? Well, mm-hmm. doing that, now you can, you know, maybe get your student or your son or whatever or your, your daughter in a creative arts category where they're utilizing metaverse or they're utilizing um, uh, articles. They have this new, like, virtual reality, right? Like, you know, the little goggles? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now you can teach your child to perform art in that virtual world um, if they're creative or if they want to be an architect and kind of kind of go from there. But, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a writing. It, it took a while for me to do, uh, I want to say about, uh, I mean, about a year and a half worth of knowledge and kind of getting things together. So and then of course right I don't have a writing background and this was self published so uh, it was definitely a fun experience because I had to find a find an editor uh, a family member of mine and I had to find someone who could like also fact check things so a lot of fun yeah well I want to have some fun with it too and I want to share it but you said the word uh, architect. And when you said architect, that ma- that reminded me of uh, my my little brother, my big brother, uh, Patrick Bradley, <clears throat> who I told you about before. Oh, why did I, how did I turn? How did I do that? Uh, my brother Patrick Bradley, who is was is the uh, architect who did the who redesigned. Let me get that word right. Who redesigned the S curve? And as a Black History uh, Month, I do want to share. This is just history, period. It's not black history. And hopefully it will play this time. I'm only going to play a minute of it because it's like 17 minutes long. And But I just want you to see um, the black man who is responsible for uh, that S-curve. This video does everything but play. And there you go. Yeah. 
share that with you, that uh, it just brought back some really wonderful memories. That's my big brother, Patrick Bradley, who is no longer here with us, but he's always in our hearts and always in my mind and my spirit, and and I tell everybody every chance I get it, because this is history, and people don't know that, and people also don't know that a um, indigenous woman, a black woman, is responsible for this platform that you are on today, and I welcome the executive producer of The Female Solution, and that would be Naima Lateef. Welcome, my sister. We're making history as we speak. We're always making history, and it's always an honor to have a brilliant mind among us. Brilliant mind. Well, for joining us today, and. It's been an education. I think a lot of times we have fear because we lack knowledge. And every time we grow technologically, those who may not understand it feel that they're going to lose control. But if we have knowledge, then we don't have to fear. Every new advancement can be a means for us to make life better if we use it properly. So we should not fear. All we have to do is have the right intention in our hearts, and then whatever develops is going to benefit our lives. So thank you for bringing knowledge to us today. And thank you for introducing me to him. We met him at the Chicago uh, uh, Auto Show, which today is the last day. So if you haven't been, you better you need to get there today because it's over with after today. <laughs> yes, definitely. Last chance to go. And, you know, you look at, at the development in the auto industry, every new development creates a change in society. We know that when we had horses and buggies drawing, you know, carriages, that, that was that was a whole industry. People had to shoe horses and, you know, groom horses and provide stables and all those. Well, with an automobile, now you don't have that. Sure, the horses don't feel bad <laughs> because now they can go and be with their families and not be living in servitude. And that's really as it should be. And not to say that there's anything uh, bad about the time when we depended on horses to draw characters, but now that we have automobiles, mobiles that drive automatically, we can let the animals go ahead and live their lives with their family. <laughs> That's the thing. And now we're evolving so that we can produce automobiles that don't spew out toxic gas. Right. With the electric automobiles. So every new advancement doesn't have to be a cause for fear. Yes, it does change some job situations. I mean, you know, the blacksmith used to put the shoes on a horse. Well, okay, that's... That's a job that isn't going to be prominent in an automobile industry, but that's okay because we have new jobs that are created. So we shouldn't fear the future and fear that it's going to cause 
everything to topple because it isn't. I think everything starts with intention. And if we have the intention to treat each other well and to serve each other well, then we don't have to fear technology. And, of course, our dear uh, Tuesday host, Asada, has some words of wisdom there. Oops, sorry. She says, once there was no TV, once there was no ATM, once there was no cable. Oops. Uh, stop. Uh, there was no cell phone. Stop fighting technology, y'all. Skill up. Do future. Tap back into our innate technical wisdom. Thank you, my sister. We can always oh, count on a Skill up. Skill up. I like that.
dot il for Illinois or oh really for input output yeah yeah you could have higher learning network dot il wow so what does ai stand for that that uh, artificial intelligence yeah it's just the uh, you know since it's you know future tech dot ai right so it's more for um uh i guess relevancy but the, the code itself, so, you know, the reason how I guess it works is, right, like, some of those are, like, country codes, so AI could be, God, I'm going to have to Google that one, but I don't know where it is from, but, like, let's say NZ, right, that would be New Zealand, or uh, LB would be Lebanon, so potentially have your country code that could be associated with your branding that kind of correlates very well with it. So. Wow. So where does one go to get an AI site? Is that something that you just ask your, like, GoDaddy or One-in-One or Google or whoever? So, so I built websites, so that's how I kind of knew about Ah, so, okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, you can potentially get it, you know, I'll drop a few names uh, harmonious with life, then it won't be self-destructive the way some people are afraid, you know, the, 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 the machines are going to take over and all of that. You know, we've got a lot of science fiction programs like that, but yeah. the fact of the matter is if we learn more about how the universe works, then it can always work to our advantage. And I think those of us like self will that are technologically advanced, you can help a lot of elders some of their fears of things they don't understand. Naeem, I'm typing your information in here. I'm at his uh, page. What is your email? Naima Latif at the, uh, dot the female solution. What is it? Yeah, Naima dot the female solution at gmail.com. I think that's Naima dot the female solution. I'm signing you up too, so you'll get it. Naima solution at gmail.com. And anyone watching who wants to go to the website, you can sign up. To, yeah, I'm signing up immediately online so you all can see it because we all need to know what this young man needs to know. If I could just get inside of your head for just about five minutes, Will, I don't need but five minutes <laughs> so I can uh, absorb some of that uh, knowledge that you have. But thank you so very much for sharing that. And the first thing that I went to uh, uh, automatically was, will I lose my job? Is my job at risk from AI? So, yeah, there's a lot of information here that you want. So please go to his his website, uh, futuretech.ai. Wow, thank you so much, Will. That's powerful. You you just open up a whole lot of doors you know nothing about. Now, you know you got to come back on the show. We are officially in the after show. Which starts at, it started at 9 o'clock. I apologize for not um, warning you of that, but we are officially in the after show, and I know you have to go. You feel free to hang around if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you want to, but... Um, also, our children, uh, are you working from home or are you working in an office? You're working from home? Well, 
on Wednesdays, maybe not this Wednesday, but whenever you are available from 2 until 2.30, we would love for our children at the Betty Shabazz International Charter School to interview you. They need to know. Well, they already know some of what you already know. I'm the one that needs to learn, but I want to learn some more, too, and I want the children to, to interview you. Would you be available for that, sir? Yeah, I would, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, I would definitely be uh, connecting with you. If you would like to leave us some words of encouragement, are you going to be here with us? Are you going to continue, or do you have to go? Yeah, unfortunately, I do have to go, but I will leave uh, words of encouragement. Um, Thank you. I'll say this just in general, right, um, as uh, brothers and sisters and everyone else in between, you know, I think it's it's easy to lose discouragement it's easy to kind of get sucked up in a wound of, I guess, negative toxicity of, you know, computers and everything. But, you know, first and foremost, if we, I think, Naomi, as you mentioned before, if you take uh, good intention into the work that you do, uh, and more importantly, right, you take creator into the things that you do, um, you can never fail. Uh, when it comes to technology, it's just a medium for us to have commerce, have a life, you know, do our daily diligence, um, even connect with people. And, you know, we should definitely see it as that, right? Like it's it's not a uh, replacement to our creator, our, our, our connections with each other. Um, it's only to aid and assist in those things. So uh, when you stay, just learn how to get closer with Himself and each other and use technology as you need it. Quick question before you leave, actually, too. Brian, um, Brian V. Vicker says, I need a grant writer bad. So how does he, fa- who, how does he find one? I have one. Uh, it's a grant writer, a grant writer. I know what you meant, Brian. Uh, is, that, oh, is that Brian or B&V? I don't know. It's, I, it's Brian. Brian, yeah. okay, Brian V. Uh, Vickers. Um the, uh, since a, AI uh, writes grants, but I, I want somebody human writing my grant because I need somebody to know who we are and what we do. So uh, we're, we're sticking with the humans. You let us know when you get that grant writer. I'm going to send you some information uh, on a grant writer. Uh, um, if you email me at uh, zelda at org, I will share that information with you. And uh, last comment before you go, Viata Robinson, my sister from another minister, says, it is truly amazing how information and technology is changing our world. My grandkids are keeping up nicely. I've decided I'm teaching them anatomy to bring more balance into their lives. The human body, master computer, hasn't changed, never have, never will. Might gain or lose a few pounds, but otherwise, other than that, yes. So thank you, um, so very much for sharing your time, your space, your energy. Your ex- yes, sir. Go right ahead. Did you have a comment for um, Will before he leaves? Yeah, and I want to thank Will for, you know, the, the knowledge that's been gifted and how he's using it and sharing with the people. The part that I'm looking for is that we- his website again, and the other part is is. Do he see himself being able to create black software? Oh, do you see yourself being able to create uh, black software? Mm. Good question. Well, I've been creating software for a very long time, and uh, but so. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, 
But uh, I guess I think he mean by mission-based, like, software development. And um, it's possible. You know, it's uh, that I definitely want to teach kids to uh, build software, and that's kind of what I do uh, from time to time. Uh, I have a mentee now, and I help him uh, through the technical journey, and then I've worked with other firms. I'll, I'll shout out a few, uh, Chicago Scholars, Chicago Innovation, um, um, IT Stars, uh, Ideal oh, Canada. Yeah. So a couple of people in Chicago I've worked with and even done board members with. So um, I'm always about uh, improvement. So if, they, if I don't necessarily do it, you know, I start to part the knowledge to the people that can do it. Yeah. Right. It's all about partnership. That's cool. You know, and I think that the more we learn, the less we need to fear the future. Is that the right so, uh, website? FutureTech.ai? Well, actually, there's a blog on there. But yeah, just, blog. Let, me, let, let me Let me get rid of the blog. They can see that when they go online. They will see the blog. But just for uh, the purpose of this show, it's uh, FutureTech. For those who are on the switchboard and can't see... It's futuretech.ai, and of course now it doesn't want to work. There you go, futuretech.ai, futuretech.ai. There it is. There it is. Thank you so much, Will. We greatly appreciate you. I will be in contact with you so that we can have you back here on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show. As Les Brown would say, it's been a plump, pleasing pleasure. Thank y'all. You here? <laughs> Thank you, Will. All righty, I'll be in touch. Thank you so much, and thank you for being a part of the Female Solution here today. And, Naima, what can we expect this week? Uh, tomorrow, Gathering of the Grill with Asada. Oh, my goodness, my Metaverse Mingle is happening tonight, too. Um, at se- you know what? I need to include that on my blog, the Metaverse uh, Mingle. Tonight, I believe, is at 7 30, Naima? Uh, yes, and if, if, if that yes. time is different, she'll be able to yes. let she'll, us know. Yes, she'll let us know. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think that as we evolve in our uh, mastery of this universe into which we've been born, we have so many opportunities to serve in a way that makes life better and easier for all. The technology that we're using, it serves to make life easier. And one thing can replace another, just like the automobile, (coughs) horse and buggy. We have a lot of things that are developing that are replacing old ways of doing things. And Sometimes there's fear when new inventions change our lifestyle. There were people who never thought the automobile would be the major form of transportation, but it has become that. And other than maybe the Amish and a few other people who still deal with horse and buggies, I mean, we now, we've made roads that are smooth and paved and, and so automobiles can travel. There's railways, we have them, and people are traveling at high speed, and now we have high-speed railways. We have telephones. I mean, that created a whole different culture 
being able to talk to people over the phone. Now the internet has made it so that there literally, literally is no time and distance between people. You can communicate in real time, no matter what physical time it is in their time. And each time we evolve to a new understanding of how the universe works, it changes the culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. But a certain amount of fear because you look at the old cartoons, you know, there'll always be some mad scientist and trying to take over the world. And people have real fears of that. People have fears of AI because we've had a whole lot of science fiction movies where the robots took over and all kinds of things. But the fact of the matter is, there is a balance in the universe. And whatever we create, it can enhance life if our intention is right. We have destroyed the world several times, and we're now discovering these things. Uh, the continent of Atlantis and Lemuria, those are not myths. These are major landmasses that <coughs> think with our misuse of technology that it happened. But even as we learn these things and these bits of history that have been buried, we learn a lesson is that if we create something, we have to be conscious of how it's affecting all other life forms. We have to make sure that anything we create does not infringe on the rights of every other living thing. And that's all. That's the, if we follow that law, then we don't have to fear something new. So even something uh, like artificial intelligence that is creating different ways of doing things without using human effort. It's okay. You know, people about, well, the jobs are going to leave. They're going to have mass starvation. Well, no, that's not going to happen. And the reason why it's not going to happen is because the human family is also evolving in its intelligence. And we're understanding that the whole purpose for us being here is to learn how to love, which means learning how to share. That's why we're here. That's why we're going through this Earth experience so that we can understand how everything is interconnected. And if our technology makes certain tasks easier, that's okay. Cut the heat off. That means that certain physical labor is not necessary because we have machines to do it. That's okay. Because it's going to also create greater knowledge where people will learn how to repair and maintain these machines and other equipment, just like the auto industry. Mm-hmm. It created a whole other set of jobs. So before you might have the, 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 the person who put the shoes on your horse, well, now you got the person who's got to repair your engine and your carburetor and, you know, install your tires and all of that. So it's okay when we advance to a different way of doing things using technology. We just have to have the right intention. If our intention is to serve each other and provide for each other's needs, we never have to fear something new that's developing. And we never have to fear some mad scientist taking over the world. Like, you know, I see you see in the underdog uh, cartoons and, you know, old Winkle. You know, there was some mad scientist that was trying to take over the world. But we don't have to fear it. Because as a collective body, we're choosing to look out for the rights and needs of others. And so everything that we create that advances our lives and makes life easier, 
we also have to be conscious of how it's infecting the environment, the air quality, the water quality, the quality of the soil, because we're all part of this one ecosystem. So we can't be selfish in our creation. We've learned that because we have destroyed parts of the earth in times past, and now we're rediscovering those ancient civilizations that were much more advanced than we are now. And we understand the mistakes that we made so that we don't make those same mistakes of disregarding other life. All life is interconnected. So I think when it comes to technology and what we're learning and how we're learning how to make life easier, we're learning how to live longer and healthier, we're learning how to grow food better, we're learning how to master the environment into which we more so that life can be pleasant. We're here to enjoy life. We're not here to be enslaved to any body or any group. We're here to interact and develop our inspirations and our discoveries so that we can enjoy the life that we're living inside for the limited time that these bodies operate. And then when we're, we're done, if we're ready to explore another universe, another life, then we're yeah, I was reading a, a, not reading, watching a YouTube video popped up on talking about life never ends. It we, never ends. You don't die. You, the, the energy in this vehicle we call the body just shifts to another time and space. Absolutely. And, and, and when we know that for surety, then that will change the way we treat each other. And that will change our intentions for what we do. Because... We are eternal beings having this temporary experience on earth. But once we leave this physical body, we see the impact that we had. And there is regret if you hurt people. There's deep regret because you understand that you ultimately hurt yourself. And you don't want to be that being that hurt some other life form. Even if it's, even if it's just a, a cat or a dog, you don't want to cause pain to anybody. So as we're evolving mm. to... Where we do things for altruistic reasons, we do things because we want to help, we want to enhance life, we want to make life better. Then every every new development, every new invention that we're blessed to create, we're going to be conscious of how it affects all other life, and we're going to consciously make sure we don't harm other life forms. There's a way that we live on Earth now that is going to end, and that's a, a a kind of enslavement where people have to work in order to be able to eat. And a large number of people have been deprived of the ability to eat by those who want to control the production of food. And that's where a lot of our undercurrent of fear comes with new technology. But we're evolving out of that need to control others and dominate others and enslave others, and we're learning how to share because there's enough for everybody on this earth, and everybody can contribute to the well-being of everybody. We're evolving in our consciousness to become people who can share. And so there needs to be no fear of someone controlling all the food production and, and all the means of, of, of being able to protect yourself from the elements. We're evolving out of that kind of selfishness to understand that we're all here to share and to contribute. That's the way of life we're evolving to. 
even though we might not see it right now because there's war going on in certain parts of the world, but even that is for the benefit of our learning that this is not what we want to experience. Right. We don't want to experience pain and killing and death. We want to experience life and life more abundance. That's why we're, we're human. We're human. We need that human element. And yes. That, and that's what Ryan so, V says, too. Yes. Could I ask a question? AI takes from the human element. AI also eliminates jobs for people. And that's, that's part of the fear that we have. Yeah. Okay. Baba Kwame wants to make a comment. I'm sorry, we got we got a uh, Baba comment. Kwame, Baba Kwame wants to make a comment. Baba Kwame, this fear? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. No, I was just greeting Sister Naeem. Assalamu alaikum. I'm, I'm listening to... Hello, my brother. It's always good to hear your very futuristic voice. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, great, I'm grateful that... I'm grateful that you're, you're bringing this, this forward and, and sharing what we're looking at with technology. And I'm just looking at the part of how we advance, you know, from the horse and buggy to, to the electric car, you know, from living in a teepee to living in a in a a high rise. The thing that I'm seeing is is that, you know, the balance of how we have lived on earth now that we're living on earth with this technology as opposed to how we once lived with earth. In, in the days of horse and buggies because we were we were kind of looking at the balance of being one with, with nature. And as we progress, we're doing more distress to the earth in that we have to go in her to get these minerals and get all of these, these, these things that earth produces in order to produce more convenience. Where is the balance? That's my question. The, the greatest industry that we have the opportunity to develop is recycling, because that's really that if you look at how the universe works and how the earth works, everything is reused and recycled and reformed. And so, when we perfect that ability, then we don't keep abusing the minerals in the earth. We reuse and and repurpose what we've already taken and used. And I think there are ways to do that, and the more we discover, the more we can enhance even that industry of recycling so that we can replenish the earth and we can put back whatever we have borrowed. Well, of living, put back whatever you borrow, give it back. So we can always give back to the earth and we can always enhance the earth, and we have the responsibility to create ways of doing that. You look at the, the transportation industry and how, you know, a horse, well, I think it's when horses were the main means of transportation, that was great, but I'm sure the horses were kind of glad when we developed the automobile because then they were not in that mode of enslavement to us and being the beast of burden. I mean, there's still people who ride horses and camels and everything and still pull dog sleds, and that's fine. That's a culture, that's an interaction. You know, animals are interacting with us. But we also have evolved to a place where we can use machines 
for transportation and transport, and no animal has to run the risk of being maltreated because they're living with human beings who either don't feed them well or overwork them or, or don't provide you know, adequate health care and all of that. So every new invention gives us understanding. It might make life easier. But we, and as you said, we always have to think about how are we affecting the earth. We're living, we're living on this place. We're borrowing a, a home. We're living here temporarily. And we need to not destroy our home. And we need to make sure that it's in good condition for the people coming after us who are going to have this earth experience. So that means not polluting the air or the water or the soil. And that means being conscious of how we're affecting all the other life forms that are living here. And so science doesn't have to mean destruction, and technology doesn't have to mean destruction. If we do things with the right intention, then we can always enhance life for others. And if we do things with the intention of enhancing life and putting back whatever we borrow in terms of minerals or, or uh even if it comes down to the oil that we drill. And, you know, a lot of things that we've done, because that was the extent that we knew, the the automobiles running by gasoline and polluting the air, okay, well, we did that because that was the extent of our knowledge. Now that we're understanding more about solar energy and we're looking at developing solar-powered vehicles, and... We're able to actually admit the existence of spaceships, you know, which we know are using some type of uh, working with the, the, the gravitational pull of the Earth. We haven't figured it out yet, but we know that there is technology that enables people to use motion and not destroy any of the Earth's elements. We know that others have evolved to that point of understanding. When we as an Earth family, evolve to the point where we stop being afraid of people who look different, then we can interact with people who are from other worlds and they can share their technology. We have to evolve to that point of understanding cooperation and not conflict. And then people don't have to withdraw from being seen by us because they have to be afraid we're going to kill them because they look different. So we're getting to that point. And those of us who are aware of that, then we can approach technology differently. We can approach it with the intention of helping the human family get to the point where other other worlds have evolved, where you work with your plants, you work with the elements, you you recycle, you reuse, you enhance life, all life forms, and you value all life forms. That's all we need to do is just be aware that we as the human species, we're not the only ones living here, so we can't just kill things to make our lives better. We have to make sure that everybody's life is being enhanced by whatever we And we are constantly creating whether we know it or not. Baba, did he say something? Was that Baba Kwame? Somebody said no, something. No, I was, I was just listening to what Naaman, and thank you for, you know, your perspective and how you see what we do because we're looking at climate change. We're looking at starvation on the planet. We're looking at homelessness. We're looking at all of these things because, you know, the earth 
doesn't need the human being. The human being needs the earth. And they're attempting to destroy a lot of what is being given from the earth. You're not balanced. I'm, I'm looking at how do we balance the human with the earth. The animals have been balanced with the earth. The insects are balanced with it. We are the ones that are out of order. And this is the part that we, we're not, you know, looking at. Yes, some are and looking at it, you know, the environmentalists and that. And the science is saying that, you know, we've got these many years before we mess up the, the air that we breathe. We're cutting down the trees that, you know, stood for hundreds or thousands of years and we're removing our source of energy in order to produce because you're not going that replacing a forest. The the city of Chicago is concrete, steel and asphalt. It used to be a prairie. It used to be landmass. But you they've come and they've covered all of that over and, and put everybody on top of each other. I mean I'm I'm looking at yeah, we, we're looking at how we advance, but in in our advancement is our destruction. Mm. So every, everything that happens teaches us something. I mean, if you look at the earth from space, it's not like we don't have enough room. I mean, we're choosing to be crowded up in, in these cities. There's, there's enough space on earth for everybody to spread out and have room. If we choose to live on top of each other, that's a choice because we want to be near to the centers of commerce and convenience and all that. That's a choice. But it's not a necessity. And it's not as if there are too many people on Earth, and so we got to get rid of some people. That way, some people are putting that thought out there. No, there's enough space for everybody to be here. But we need to, like you said, be aware of how we're impacting all the other systems on the planet. We can't continue to uh, pollute the air that we breathe. We can't continue to pollute the water that we drink. We can't continue to pollute the soil from which grows our food, we have to be conscious of every other system with which we're sharing this planet. When we change our intention for what we do, then we'll be more conscious of the things we create and make sure that everybody's needs are being met. And even even the, the, this urban environment, and as you pointed out many times, you know, you're banned from nature. That's what it feels like. And there, we know there's a deficit when you don't have enough oxygen that's being produced by trees and, and other plants. So as we destroy things, we learn from that destruction, and so we stop destroying. This is why when we, when we allow our children to learn by going out in nature and observing, their minds are going to create new ways of doing things because they're living in the future, like Zella pointed out. They're, they're living in a time of new technology, so their minds are easily able to adapt to an idea and a calculation and an understanding that maybe people living 50 years ago might not be able to grasp. Right. But their minds are already wired for the future into which they were born. We just have to expose them to more things and tell them to create and manifest what's appropriate for the time in which they're living. They're living in a time where people are going to be doing space travel. They're living in a time where people are going to be creating artificial intelligence, machinery that that does things that used to be done by human hands. 
they're living in these times, and all we need to do is make sure they have the ethical understanding so that what you create doesn't become a miscreation and it doesn't become a destruction for whole populations, of whether it's the animal population or the insect population. All populations deserve the respect because all of them are enhancing life. This is an interconnected ecosystem. So when we teach them the proper ethics, then whatever they create is going to be in harmony with what the earth needs. And they will also be able to correct some of our mistakes because we have made them and are ignorant. Atomic energy was never meant to be used to blow up things. It was meant to be used to enhance life. But if you don't have the right mindset, what could be a tool becomes a weapon. It's a mindset. That's why they don't give knives and forks to people in the penitentiary because they look at how they can use things to weaponize everything and kill and hurt somebody. That's the mindset that's there. So what's your normal tool that you can use to enhance the, the, the intake of your food? They can't have it because of the mindset. So we just need to change the way we think. Stop looking at everybody as an enemy. Stop looking at everything as something we have to fear. And think in terms of cooperation. Think in terms of enhancing life for all. Then everything that we develop can be used for that purpose. We have to change the way we think and change what we teach our children so that they can also think in terms of harmoniousness. And Deborah Smith says, yes, yes, share the world with our youth. And that is exactly what we will be doing on Wednesday from 12, excuse me, uh, 2 to 2.30 p.m. I forgot we have to get there early to, to set up and technical stuff, all that. Uh, uh, Sada says, the 2024 Spring Sling Soul for Chicago Book Fair is April 20th. So mark your calendar. It'll be at the Betty Shabbat Center, right, Naima? Uh, yes, my yeah. understanding is. Once again, at the Betty Shabbat International Charter School, and she just said when it's April 20th. Yes. And uh, for those people who are not looking at a calendar, April 20th is a Saturday, the third Saturday of the month. And uh, third Saturday, of course, is uh, Deborah's Saturday, so we'll possibly be there again physically at the location and broadcasting live from the Betty Shabbat International Charter School. I mean, I just love that institution. I'm so grateful that I was able to raise my child in an atmosphere where they were future thinking. I mean, they had not only science fairs, you know, they they just had all kinds of activities that empowered young people and and made them think globally. And and I see so many of the young people, just like my daughter, gone abroad. They had an impact on other other communities, other continents. So this is such a wonderful institution, and I'm grateful that the Soulful Chicago Book Fair is coming there again on April 20th. We really get a chance to have our students, our podcast students, interact and help us in the process even of interviewing some of those authors. And we want to give all of them a vision of how powerful they are when they can tell their own story and they can share their experiences, and they can inspire other young people. These are the people that are shaping the world we're going to experience, and so we want to give them a bright future to look forward to because they're creating it. And I know there's there's always, you know, the gloom and doom, but 
future, you know, where, you know, you go back to the future and then you do a different thing and then something else is happening in the, in the, in the past because of what you did in the, in the, in the in something else is happening in the present because of what you did in the past. But then if you make a bad decision in the present, you mess up something in the future, then you say, back to the present and fix it so that you have a better future. I love that, that whole trilogy because it really helps us understand that whatever we do has an outcome and we always have the opportunity to create a better outcome. Every timeline that's possible already exists. Everything already exists no matter what we choose to create, which path we choose to go to. So you have some people who see a dark future, oh, the human race is going to be destroyed, the planet is going to be blown up. That, that future does exist as a possibility. Then you also have, oh, there's going to be heaven on earth. We're going to all share and the animals and the people will live together in harmony. That future also exists as well. So whichever choices we make, we're going to experience the consequences of those choices. That's how the universe is. Every, every possibility already exists because you're creating it. So what do we want the future of earth to look like? Do we want it to look all like... In here where we're enjoying each other, we're in a state of joy and fun, and we're, we're, we're living in a clean environment, we can breathe the air and not talk to be polluted. What do we want it to look like? All we have to do is to make the choices that will make our future a place where we want to be. Yes, yes, Deborah right? says, share the world with our youth, and that's exactly what we'll be doing. So mark your calendar, 3 p.m., yeah. excuse me, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. On Wednesday for the podcast training, Betty Shabazz International Charter School podcast training. And someone said, when is the book fair? It is spring, uh, April 20th. Yeah, the spring fling is Saturday, spring April 20th. Yeah. And, and tonight at 730 is the Metaverse. And for the Metaverse, where will, I will put that information on my blog as well. <clears throat> and Viata, Viata, um, Asada, Viata, Asada, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Asada, text me the information so I can put it on my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. Tonight it's the Metaverse Mingle with Asada, who will be with here, uh, be here uh, tomorrow morning, 7 till 9 a.m. Central Standard Time on Gathering of the Grills. On Wednesday, it's Naima Latif and Kareem Hamid. Uh, men only, and on Thursday... We're, we're actually having, uh, uh, we're going to have everybody, uh, because our, our men only, uh, our co-host feels like they've, they've gone as far as they can go in terms of their exploring things, and so now we're back to our regular programming. Oh, okay. Uh, Wednesday of the month. Yes. I think the men feel like they've explored. They said they've done enough talk. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't gave us too much already. That's, that, that, that's, that's what that is. That's what that is. I, 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 I don't, I don't we're open that to uh, another fourth Saturday special, and we'll we'll be thinking about that because we always want you all to look forward to. Well, on the fourth Saturday, it's the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest. That's this Saturday from twelve to on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, fourth Saturday. Okay, got gotcha. Global Talent Competition. So. We can see talented teams from all over the globe. Yeah. And it's much fun because we're so talented. And that's uh, Saturday on and on uh, Sunday, Soul Purpose Healing with Viata from 7 until 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be sure and check out UrbanPraiseRadio.org. That's where my girl Effie Roth is every day at noon 
uh, on urbanpraiseradio.org. And for those of you who uh, may have gotten some information or missed some information, go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. I want to thank you for being here with us today. In, in the words of uh, Les Brown, it's been a plump, pleasing privilege as well as a privilege, but we must go. Final comments, uh, Naima, because i got a 10 o'clock Zoom. Well, this is the last thought, if you can bend your mind around this. We are all living in a metaverse, and our souls are the actual life entities that we are, and this body that we're wearing is an avatar that we're actually mm. maneuvering and having had experiences. But on a higher level, we are the souls that are all connected and all in harmony. And so this temporary experience that we're having is a metaverse in which we can control what happens based on the decisions that we make. And when we get done playing, we go back to the reality that is the existence. Ella DeTee, are you ready to showcase your skills and potentially win cash prizes? No, of course. I didn't mean to play that. That was an accident. Sorry. <laughs> but with that being said, we never have to fear what's happening. We just have to make choices that bring us the experiences we want to have. And on that note, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we ask that you share this video with somebody because somebody's scared to death they're going to lose their job because of AI, and that could very well be true or it could not. So it just depends on how you see it. Be sure and send in those one-minute video demos for your youth ages 13 through 19th if you'd like to compete Saturday on the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, and this is what it looks like.
I said February 14th, happy Nurture Yourself Day. Today and every day is one of the best days of your love life. Live it as if it were your last. Don't wait on the roses, dinner, the party, the candy, or the call. Love your own self today by doing the things you want someone else to do for, to, and with you. If you can't be happy by or with yourself, what makes you think he, she, or it will make it any better? You need to prove that. True love does not come wrapped, bathed, or clothed in anything. True love will pour from your being like an age-old wine waiting for the cork to pop. Today, pop your own cork. Love yourself as no one else can because nobody knows better than you. Amen. Hug yourself and tell yourself, I love you. Happy Self-Nurture Day. Happy Self-Nurture Day to you today and every day. So please do something to make yourself happy. And thank you.